ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, children of all ages, I introduce you the future legend. He is the host of Let's Talk Podcast. The one, the only, I introduce you, Philip! everyone welcome to another episode of let's talk podcast i'm your host philip and this is episode number 254 today today we're going to talk about the new york chets also we're going to talk about the new york knicks and we're going to talk about the new york yankees and today i have a guest joining me who is no stranger to this podcast make his return mike welcome back to the show man it's good to be back happy 2023 buddy it's good to talk to you man yeah same here man happy 2023 uh How's your weekend treating you so far? Weekend's going good. No, it's been pretty good. Good weather. You know what I mean? Like the weather here in New York, it's like up and down. We got a little bit of snow last Tuesday, Mm -hmm. but it was barely anything at all. And now it's like 55 degrees. I was like, it's beautiful, but it's like, it's so up and down. It's like, it's it's still winter, but it's Mm -hmm. not. So it's weird. It's weird, man. But I had a good weekend. Relaxing, you know? That's good. That's good. Snow. What is snow? <laughs> I mean, actually, yeah, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, we actually did get a little snow sometime last week, but it didn't last long. Uh, but that's here in the desert. <laughs> it didn't last long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, today was a good day. Uh, my friend and me, we went to go eat out because he lost the bet to me. Uh, for that, you know, that Cowboys and Fortnite's game in the playoffs, so we make a bet, and he finally commit. He, he finished obligate his bet, so I had to wear my Fortnite shirt just to rub it in a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> that's a back-to-back years, right, in the playoffs? Yes, that's correct. Two years oh, in a row, same bet, too. Same bet, too. And he lost the bet last year, too. <laughs> Was it the same dinner, same, same exact thing, or no? Yeah, it's the same thing. Only difference is it's about the Starbucks because the last year bet was uh two Starbucks drinks and two meals. This this year it's only two meals. He did lost the two Starbucks with me with a different bet uh regarding the foreign irons game and he lost a bet. I told him, Don't bet against me. You're gonna lose. <laughs> should he it's bet on your, your team, your colleagues. You got Mike you don't listen. You don't listen. You don't listen. <laughs> I, last time I was on the show, I said Dallas was going to be terrible. So listen, they made the playoffs. So I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't say shit. You know? Oh, I can. <laughs> I can <laughs> take that Cowboys. I'm, I'm going to lose more Cowboys fans, listeners who are Cowboys fans who listen to this now. <laughs> but oh well. <laughs> and talk about the New York Chets from last season. Their last season, I, I was pleased for you guys. To at least make the wild card, uh, you guys been up and down. You can basically say it's like a roller coaster up and down last season, you know. And I remember you were on the podcast uh, last time on the round table before the season start. I believe, if I remember correctly, I believe you say you hope for at least the chance to be competitive. And they were somewhat, you can say competitive. Of course, you want them in the wild card, but they missed. And of course, that quarterback situation with Zach Wilson. What is your thoughts 
regarding the New York Jets last season. Yeah, listen, it's it's oh. wild because it's wild because if I if I said to you that the Jets would get seven, I would have been ecstatic about it. It's just the way it happened, though. They, I think, they were like five and two, mm-hmm. or like five and three. Like they they caught fire at the end. Like they they were like fifth seed at one point in those like stupid like you know playoff like seedings like you know. Ones, I'm not used to this. On even with Zach Wilson back, because you know we had quarterbacks. We had Joe Flacco started the year, and then Zach Wilson came in. Then Mike White came in. Well, it was that was a mess, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But I was I was ecstatic, and then they they went downhill. It was just boom. Outside the the Chicago Bears game, like they lost pretty much every single game, and it was just like. It's just such a Debbie Downer. It's like, had they got seven wins naturally, like win, loss, win, loss, 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 win, you know, I would have been cool yeah. with it. It's just the, the teasing of the playoffs. That that stings yeah. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, you could probably blame me because I remember when the Chess went in a good start and they were they're talking about playoffs, then uh, when I had to go to a certain place to, I believe, uh, fix my car, and this person who works there, he's a New York Jets fan as well. And I told him, hey, your Jets is doing good. Maybe they'll make the playoffs. And, you know, we'll see. Yeah, you know, we're talking a little bit about it. And I, I think you guys will make the playoffs. And that's, I guess that's when you guys have to lose a streak. So you can blame me. <laughs> thanks, thanks a lot, man. Jeez. Uh, I'm, I knew you guys love, man. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and you, it's, it's a pretty... Wow, during the Chets last season, you know, the whole kill the quarterback situation or whatever. Well, what it may, it might be the combinations of quarterback, the coaching, the play calling, and maybe all that. Maybe not enough talent on the offensive side because you, you guys seem to have enough talent for defensive side, which is showed last season. Well, what's the issue regarding the Chets? And we'll get to, to that quarterback situation, like you mentioned in a second, a little bit more detail of it. No, no, it's you know it's easy. That's the quarterback. Back Wilson with somebody else. Oh, for sure they're gonna make the playoffs. It's not the case though. We lost right. so many offensive linemen. We lost Mackay Becton before even like training camp began. Then we we signed Dwayne Brown. You know he he gets hurt during the season. George Fant gets hurt. Elijah Vera Tucker goes down. He had to place emergency tackle. Our fourth round pick Max Mitchell gets hurt. Yeah. It's just Lakin Tomlinson. Oh, he was five. He was so good with you guys. He comes to the Jets and he completely it was a dud. He stunk. You know what I mean? Like it's the offensive line. Like it's not just the quarterback. Sure. The offensive line stinks. And then we had Brees Hall, our rookie sensation, you know, running back. He was fantastic. And then he tears his ACL. And, you know, it's just sooner or later the injuries catch up Corey davis missed games you had elijah moore kind of going a wall at one point you know what i mean like there was just so much things around not just the quarterback position that really let the team down you're right the defense was really good outstanding cornerback play mm-hmm. cj mosley looked pretty good quinn williams even with the snap counts and everything was a superstar like he's a stud he should get paid his money we have talent on defense, but the problem is the defense keeps going out on the field because the offense can't sustain a drive. And yeah. that really comes down to the trenches. It's just we, we're, we're starting guys like Dan Feeney. Mm-hmm. We're starting like 
journeyman tackles like Cedric Agbuhi. Like, you know, I'm like, this is not good. It happens because you guys got you guys have injured guys. You're relying on Dwayne Brown, who, who he just said he's coming back this year. Yeah. You can't possibly think him and Mackay Becton are going to be your tackles for 17 plus games. You're out of your mind if you think that. Mackay Becton hasn't played a snap for like almost two years. Like you're you're out of your fucking mind if you think that's going to be the tackles, and then you're going to point the finger at whoever's the quarterback. You know what I mean? Like it's not that easy. And now we got a new offensive coordinator. And also, I think I well, let's go to the offensive coordinator. Michael Floor wasn't that bad. We got rid of him because he couldn't get along with the fingers. Who was great last year as a rookie? Pointed fingers a little bit. Got Nathaniel Hack. Nathaniel Hackett's garbage. I mean, come on. Like, let's be real. Like, you saw him in Denver last season. He completely lost Russell Wilson. He completely let everything just go haywire in Denver. He was he's, he was he's here because of who they're trying to go after. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Green Bay connections and all. But you know, I the offense. I don't want to go too off topic, but the the offense was not good last year. And you know, there's a lot of work that's got to be done to make it good this year. Right, and we, we, let's talk about more about the quarterback. To me, well, Sax Wilson, yeah, yeah, he struggles this last season, and like you said, I, I said this before. When we have the issue situation issue with Jimmy Garoppolo a few years back, when especially when even though we were winning games at the time, it's not always the quarterback. Yes, quarterback is the very important in the in the NFL, but it's not always they they're so easy to blame, way too easy to blame at times. You know, there's the others connecting the dots. You know, the offensive line need to do their job, protecting quarterback, protect your investment. You got you need receivers to make plays. You need the running backs to get make plays. Plays the office need the whole entire unit in the office need to make plays. And I thought benching Stack Wilson for Mike, was it Mike White? Mike, yeah. I don't know why I'm going to call him Mike Wilkes, some some yeah. jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. have him take over. Yeah, and I to me, I I will suck it up and let Stack Wilson. I mean, first this is barely it was this is his second year. In the lead, I said, you know what? Let's play him the best of the season. Let's, you know, get him the confidence because you're benching him. It doesn't help anything, really. You're not really helping his confidence. No matter, no matter what in this situation, matter the players are frustrated with him or whatever the case. What, what is your thoughts? No, and you're seeing what Trey Lynn. Like everybody's just writing him off because in your in your quarterback's case, it's unlucky injuries, but. It's like, let the guys grow. Like, we're judging guys off right. two years. We're already going to announce them busts. Like, I can't – I see everywhere this draft process with quarterbacks. Oh, Levis is the next Zach Wilson. Don't be wowed by – Wilson. Two twenty. Like, calm down. Right. And I guess I'm one of the very, very few Zach Wilson apologists left on this earth. All the Jet fans, everybody's like, oh, he's a bust. Get rid of him. He stinks can't be relied upon even as a backup you gotta remember like you can't just look at stats he looks like jamarcus russell look how bad he is look how historically terrible these numbers are he's never gonna like right. what are we doing like, like yeah so fickle they're so, so fickle to get rid of somebody they're so fickle to 
like 16, 17 starts. You got to remember, he lost time in the preseason due to an injury. Goals in preseason. Right. He missed games. He started the first couple games of the year. He got thrown right into Pittsburgh and won that game, even if he wasn't great. Like, there's no prep time in between. He's learning on the run. He needs as many reps as he as humanly possible. That's why I, I watch yeah. – you watch that game against the Jaguars where he's just getting booed upon snap. Like, this fan base is a joke. They're booing their own guys off snaps, not just like first half, not just a bad interception. He misses one, two throws in a row. It's a boo birds come in. Then you got Chris Strebler, who's a bum. He, he, you know, he's not a bum, but I mean, he comes from the CFL, and all of a sudden he makes one or two passes, and it's like euphoria in, in the Meadowlands. Like, it's ridiculous. The fans, and this is the problem with the, with the Jet fans, they have no patience. This is why we can never develop a rookie quarterback. We can't develop anybody. And I'm not going to take the Jets organization off the hook because I've said this even on your podcast, Phil. I've said this, that Zach Wilson should not have started day one. They should have had a veteran yeah. quarterback. They should have had somebody that was going to push him. They're going to have somebody that should have won that job. Unless, unless yeah. Zach Wilson was just overwhelmingly better than whoever was there, Andy Dalton or whoever, whoever the quarterback is, mm-hmm. that's fine. But, like, he should have never started, and now all of a sudden he's just getting benched now. It's just it's a terrible look because he started so many games. He's the second overall pick. Trevor Lawrence is doing good. Justin Fields. Jones is doing good, or like these guys that are his you know, fellow counterparts in the draft are you know, still starting and still doing good, and he's not. Everybody learns a different thing. Same thing with Trey Lance. Everybody learns in a different process. You know, stop comparing these guys to one another, and like, yeah, people want to write off Zach Wilson. No, no, he's still got arm talent. Like it's there. It's just there's certain things that he needs to be coached on to be better. That's all. Do you believe Robert Salen, who's the head coach for the Jets, handled this whole quarterback situation? Maybe that that hurts his development. Maybe not. Maybe it hurts. And also, regarding this, Robert Salen, do you believe, even though it's too soon to say because free agency hasn't started till March fifteenth, I believe. Uh, do you do you believe this is do or break for Robert Salen for this season? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got to make the playoffs or bust. Same thing with Joe Douglas, our general manager. Mm-hmm. It's especially Douglas because he's been here with the Adam Gase drama and all that. Mm-hmm. Got to make it. And going back to your first question, I don't think it's his choice because the players got tired of Zach Wilson. You know what I mean? Like that's the number one thing. He can't just throw one guy in at the loss of fifty-one other guys on the roster. So when guys are frustrated, like Garrett Wilson's throwing his hands up. You know, Elijah Moore is kind of burying him in the media. Yeah. When guys start to kind of say, change it up, we need to win. You can't, as a head coach, you're going to have to be like, well, it's it's Zach versus 51 guys. Who do I favor? Because if he sides with Zach, then he loses the locker room. So his hands were tied there. But people got to get off the Mike White like bandwagon, like calm down. Like he's, he's a good backup in the league, but he's he destroyed the Bears this year. He caught the Bengals sleeping last year. He has two great games, and he's been terrible, if not subpar, everything else. He's tough. The, t- the hits he took in Buffalo, I give, I give, tip my cap to him. Like, 
had like Boston trying to get out there, which is another conversation with that. But yeah, do or die for the Jets this year. They got to make playoffs. There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. Woody Johnson, he's not saying playoff mandate, but we had the longest drought in the NFL with the playoffs. And I think if the Sacramento Kings, I think if they make the playoffs this year, Correct me if I'm wrong. I think the Jets are going to own North America's longest playoff drought. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And about the quarterback situation, I, I know you've been hearing reports, you know, about Jets in, uh, with Derek Carr, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> which reports or rumors going to uh, possible Jets' interest regarding those three quarterbacks. What are your thoughts about those reports and rumors or rumors? Well, I mean, they're going to get one of the three. I also saw, unfortunately, I saw Ryan Tannehill's name thrown out there. So, I mean, oh. that would be that would be tragic. But I, no, I let my I let my feelings known about Aaron Rodgers, or as I call him, QAnon Rodgers, mm-hmm. because it's 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 a it's a story every year. I've seen this with Brett Favre when the Jets acquired him. Everybody's jumping up and down that we got a first ballot Hall of Famer coming in. Then we saw how that happened, where he completely bombed 2008, yeah. and then he went to Minnesota once he got the first chance to. It's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. The, the Jets are going to continue to repeat history because that's what they always do. They go for the big, sexy name, and this is going to bomb. It's going to bomb. Mm-hmm. He's going to make – him and the New York media are going to be like oil and water. Like There's no way. Mm-hmm. This is Everybody wants it to happen because they want popcorn. They want to get their Orville Redenbacher you know, in the microwave and, you know, enjoy the show Derek Carr I, he's not 35 million a year good which is what it's going to take mm-hmm. but he's all right it's it's just cold weather games he's going to be playing in Buffalo he's going to be playing in New England he's going to be playing half his games at Jet Life Stadium they're not good but the record speaks for itself and you know last year he 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 was pretty bad last year part of that's the offensive line and I think Josh McDaniels wasn't really that good. I think Josh McDaniels had his mind made up that he wanted Stidham or somebody else at quarterback. Yeah, that's fair. And I, you know, I, I wish we had a Raider fan, Eckerson. I wish we had him here because I know you probably, you probably go into detail more about what happened with Carr in Las Vegas. But um, I would take Carr. He's okay. And Garoppolo, I would take Garoppolo because I think he's the cheapest alternative. And I think if you get Garoppolo, I don't think he's going to last you 17 games. Right. That's fine. I I think that's the bugaboo when it comes to him. But you can fill money elsewhere. The Jets are not just a quarterback away from being great. Right. Let's pump the brakes on that. We need a center. We need more offensive line, offensive tackle, you know, depth. And we need a little bit help on defense with with the safeties. And I think linebacking, we could lose Quincy Williams. So the money that's going to go to Carr or to Rodgers, it's money sacrificed else, outside elsewhere. And we need to re-sign Quinn and Williams. Yeah. He, we could get him on a franchise deal, but he's not going to be happy. So, I mean, it's not just a one quarterback thing away. So, mm-hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. First of all, Nick will be turning this podcast sometime next month. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. So – now, give me a percentage chance of these three quarterbacks, we, or I should say four quarterbacks, which we have just t- talked about just just now, um, possible going to the Jets, Derek Carr, 
Aaron Rodgers. Of course, Aaron Rodgers, that one is going to go with the trade. Um, and um, Jimmy Garoppolo and Ryan T, because I can't say his last name for some strange reason. Ryan T, Tyler, Kyle, whatever. Uh, what give me the percentage? What's the chance of they gonna go to the Jets for this season? Each of them, so I would probably say 25% chance for Tannehill. Okay, be- he might be quarterback. I think said we're keeping Tannehill, so I mean, that might even be 20%. Garoppolo, I think, could go to Las Vegas because of the McDaniels connection. So I would probably say 35% for Garoppolo. I actually okay. think Carr might be the better thing. That might be more like 55%. I think the report oh, that wow. I saw before, yeah, before, the report that I saw before the podcast was that there's a slight lean towards the Jets versus Carolina, New Orleans, aka sign me right now. I don't care what Aaron Rodgers wants. I'm getting restless. I want, you know, I want to know where I'm. I want to know where I'm going, you know? So, yeah. But as for Aaron Rodgers, I think it's 50-50. I think it's 50-50. He either retires or he does play for the Jets or the Raiders. Like, he might not He might not even make a decision until draft time. Like, he might just be – that's how crazy he is. Yeah. He doesn't want Schefter or Rappaport. He doesn't want anybody to know. He's going to break the news on, you know, Pat McAfee's show. Oh, I'm playing for the next season. I don't know where I'm going to be, but, you know, well, it's 50-50 with Rodgers. I'd probably say Carr. I'd probably say that. Carr is more a b- bigger percentage chance. Interesting. Because I always thought Truman Carrapa may be a bigger chance with the Jets than Carr. I, I agree with you, but I think Salah and Douglas really need, like, a home run hit. And I think Garoppolo is like a double. Like, he's solid, but... 17, again, he's been hurt so many times. You know, so you've seen this. And he's not even great. He's not great. He just, he's a good fit in the Shanahan system. The right. problem now is you don't have LaFleur here anymore. So the fit doesn't make sense. You have Nathaniel Hackett. So I don't think he, he is it like, you know, the transcending quarterback that the Jets are looking for. Yeah, that's true. Well, you got Baker Mayfield available. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> And there's reports for an interest in him. He might be a quarterback in Tampa Bay or New Orleans. You know, if New Orleans can't get Carr, he might still be a starting quarterback somewhere, somehow, some way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, free agency start in March. I think March 15th. I checked the date to early today. Uh, March 15th, I believe, free agency start. And you mentioned you guys need a center safe I believe you mentioned a safety um who do you like to see the the Jets targeting free agency it's a good question because yeah you're right uh, Connor McGovern our current center I think he's set to hit free agency and I don't think the free agency market is going to be good for center so that might be more of an NFL draft need it um, I'd really have to look at, cause it's tough because, you know, so many guys get franchise tagged, so many guys get re-signed, you know, it, it, I would like to see them go after like a free safety because LaMarcus Joyner, he's just not good. He's not good. He's, he's not, not really, he was, he missed all of last season. So he's not even like fully like, you know, you can't be relying on him for 17 games and Jordan Whitehead, our signing last year stunk too. So both safeties can be upgraded. And I prefer probably to get that through free agency versus the draft. 
And, um, you know, I think the team could probably use another wide receiver because I don't know if Braxton Berrios is going to be kept. So you have to cut guys to get Carr and Rodgers. Like, it's not just like guys have to go. Guys have to be shredded to even afford either one. So you're going to have to sign depth guys. You're going to kind of sign guys like on the cheap end. So I don't think the Jets are really going to be big spending this free agency. I think it's just going to be that big quarterback signing and then the little pieces like draft and like second string, third string depth guys to sign. So, so, so for, so, um, you expect maybe a, my, the, maybe their big splash in free agents is the quarterback situation possible with Carr, who's the free agent, or Trimble Gar- Garoppolo in free agency, or maybe Aaron Rodgers in the trade. Um, which will be your big moves in free agency potentially, and and that and probably leave it maybe some minor moves probably in free agency after that. Yeah, I think so. I just I think it's going to be up against the cap, and then again you got to re-sign Quentin Williams if you know that does happen. Yeah. He's going to want good money. He was great last. He was our best player. So, yeah. and then you're going to have down the road. You're going to have to be ready to sign Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, who you know yeah. they each won the Rookie of the Year. So, it's more about preparing. For the near future to keep these guys, than it is to you know to keep keep it going for next just next year alone. So yeah, you need to stack those guys. I mean, eventually, I, I will say this: in the though we are talking about the Jets, Point Niners are stacked, but eventually they can't keep everyone together. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that right now. I, I mentioned this when HR was on the podcast uh, a month ago. Can't keep anyone together. Um, eventually, someone's gonna. Some they won't be able to keep those players, and they're looking for a money. I mean, Bobby Go. He's he just announced that he's probably most likely leave the Foreign Niners. He's got to sign elsewhere. A kicker. Um, yeah, I know he's a, a kicker. Hey, just kicker. If you hear this, please sign with the Foreign. You can leave the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that over there is too cold over there in California. It's warm over there. You can, you can you go to the Will Contender team. Like, I mean, come on. They have the issue with Lamar Jackson. Hey, there's your other quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Go to the Jets. Hey, hey. No, it's kidding. <laughs> but, but, you know, but you mentioned about draft. Is there some players do you like in the draft for the, you hope the Jets to draft? See, the, the positions that the Jets really need are like safety, linebacker, you know, offensive tack, which offensive tackle might be the only thing you can really hit at pick 13. I just think it might be best to trade down, get future mm-hmm. picks or current picks, and then start to swing at some guys like tackle. There's a couple tackles I was looking at. There's the Tennessee tackle. Taylor's been, he's having a pretty good, you know, I guess what we call the draft process. He's mm-hmm. he having a pretty good draft process. This is big guy Jones of Ohio State. I think he's six eight. Like they had measurements. They just had like, I'm like, it's huge. It's like it's bigger than Mackay Beckton, you know. So, a couple of those offensive tackle. I really think they should go offensive tackle in the first mm-hmm. two rounds, and then maybe get their center round two or round three. They got to beef up the O line. I think that's priority number one. So, but I would like to trade down because you know even if you trade, unless you trade for Aaron Rodgers, if you trade Aaron Rodgers, it's probably going to cost you pick thirteen or a second rounder. But excluding that. I would like to see them trade down from 13 and, you know, maybe get third round pick, second round pick, because I think where the Jets are picking, 
you could do so much more with, say, like the 19th pick, 18th pick. Maybe somebody falls in love with Levis, the Kentucky guy, if he, you know, makes it out of the top 10, you know, I would dangle the pick. Maybe the Giants want to trade up for Levis or whatever, you know. I wouldn't get creative with that. Okay, okay. You you guys you guys do have a first round. No, no, you didn't, huh? Because Seattle, no, like Seattle got the Broncos pick. You get you guys have a first round this year? With the Jets? Yes. 13. Yeah, 13th pick. I keep thinking you trade that pick. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe I was thinking Seattle, but Seattle is the one with the Broncos trade the pick. Damn you, Broncos. <laughs> we, might, you know, we might trade it for, uh, for Aaron Rodgers. I don't know right. how that's going to work. He's not worth he's not worth the first round pick with that money he's gonna want and you know yeah he's gonna be what thirty nine years old and he's right. already full of drama. I wouldn't give up a first, but right. Joe Douglas needs some wins, so uh, let me ask you this. Let's say you guys acquire Aaron Rodgers in a trade. What does this mean for Zach Wilson? Are you gonna look for a trade or maybe keep him as a back a backup quarterback? Keep that, him as a backup, yeah. As a backup. You know what? You know why? Because there is things like you know Zach Wilson kind of looks up to Aaron Rodgers and like, quite a bit, and even had a pre- consistently during the, the, the line of you know, the scrimmage. And they're always talking to one another. So the idea might be that Rodgers plays right now, but he's a part-time mentor, like what he was doing to Jordan Love in Green Bay. He can maybe mentor okay. Zach Wilson, where Wilson could take over. Then you know, in the coming future, whenever Rodgers decides to quit, so I would think they keep. And even then, what are you going to get for Zach Wilson, right? Like, what would you get? That's true. That's true. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's making a lot of money, so you know, don't sell high and don't sell low on him. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. And you mentioned Quinn Williams, uh, who will be a free agent. What's his value? You, you look regarding his, you know, next contract. Oh, if I'm his agent, twenty yeah. million a year, twenty three million. million a year, okay. almost Aaron Donald money. I would. He's young. He's like twenty four, twenty five. Okay, okay, okay. And what you're hoping for the Chets to be signed? Like what? I yeah. would like, you know, yeah, I would like to get like a friendly deal, but I don't think that's going to happen because you know the thing with Quentin Williams is he's great. But I you know it was frustration amongst Jets fans because his snap count wasn't as high as you would think like other guys like Chris Jones, Aaron Donald would have. So, but that's not his fault. He doesn't control snap counts. That's the coach. That's the coaches. But each time he's playing there, he's phenomenal. He's blowing guys up even on double teams. He's so much. He's so valuable. And I, I think he's mentioned if you franchise tag him, he's not going to do OTAs. It's just it's a terrible look if you don't sign him long term. You already dealt with Jamal Adams, you know, the last, you know, that nut job where he wanted <laughs> out within the first couple of years and he got traded to Seattle, which is an outstanding deal, by the way. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a terrible look if we let yet another first round pick just completely just leave, you know? Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Now, I'm going to list some like maybe the players or whatever and for you give me your their grades for for last season and let's start with Robert Salah the head coach what's his grade for last season B minus B minus um, yeah the first half I would have said A mm-hmm. second half I would say C or C plus so I mean kind of middle that out B minus I just think there, there's certain things with him he's great it's just he never gets angry. He doesn't hold yeah. the guys accountable. 
consistent, which is fine. You know, you don't want to talk to guys like they're little kids and like, you don't want to be a military sergeant or whatnot, but right. show some emotion. Like Jesus Christ, dude, your team is on a spiraling down. Like you guys are losing force rate. You guys are being the humiliating laughing stock of the league at one point at the end of the year. Yeah. Like, Show us some fire, dude. Like he's got the you, you've seen it in San Francisco. The dude's going crazy on the sidelines. Yeah. yeah. Like, where is that? Like he he he's like a defensive coordinator, but with a head coaching like position. Like if that makes sense. Like yeah, and it, his clock management's not great. Like there's certain things that I would expect to be better. Mm-hmm. They really aren't. So it's it's he's average. B minus. B minus. Okay. How about the Chets quarterback, all, all three of them, for last season? Zach Wilson's probably a D. A D, okay. Yeah, I would got to be fair with that. F, F is harsh because the circumstances, I'm not giving him an F grade. Mike White, I think, would probably be a B. B? I oh, think he, had, he really had no business to playing, much less, you know, he, he looked good in the Bears game, but Joe Flacco's garbage, so I would probably give him – D minus. Okay. He won. I mean, he get, he doesn't get enough because he beat Cleveland. Somehow he always beats the Browns. I don't know what it is, but and Strevler, I, I mean, D. I mean, what, come on, Chris Strevler, come on. He had a cool mustache. I call I call him the CFL's answer to Tim Tebow. The wishbone. I was running every other play. And Jacksonville had no idea what the hell was going on. They're like, is this real? Like, what the hell is this? Yeah. And then they finally caught up and they said, this is stupid. Enough of this. Right, right. Now, Chet's off the line. As a unit, probably C. The reason they don't get a DRF is because of injuries. I just feel like you're starting guys that shouldn't even – on the field, you're picking guys from the Texans practice, the Texans, the Texans, the Houston Texans practice squad. You're picking them off to start for you. So, I mean, it's a C. If they were healthy and they bombed it, I would probably give them a B. The only guy that I'm going to be hard on is Lakin Tomlinson. And it's again, you've seen he was so good for you guys. All of a sudden, he, he gets paid good money and he becomes a jet and he's awful. He is trash. Yeah. So he probably gets he probably gets the D D minus himself. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now, what about the running back and the wide receivers? Oof. See, Brees Hall, he was he was gonna get an A until he got hurt. So I'd probably give like an A minus, B plus, because again, it's not his fault. He tore ACL. Yeah. Michael Carter, who kind of came in for Brees Hall, he wasn't that good. It was disappointing. He had a sophomore slump. I'd probably give him a C. We had Bam Zonovan Bam Knight, undrafted free agent out of North Carolina State. He was good. I mean, from where he was not picked and everything, I'd probably give him an A minus A. Mm-hmm. He's good. I mean, for where he came from, for him to start like that, pretty good. Wide receivers, I'd give Garrett Wilson A plus. Mm-hmm. There's no quarterback really worth a damn throwing it to him, yet he still put up a thousand yard season. He's good. Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, I bat Braxton Berrios, Denzel Mims, everybody else probably like a C plus, C, C plus. Okay, C. Okay. Now, what about the Chets' defense? Cornerbacks A plus. DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner are phenomenal. 
They are great. One of the best cornerback duels in the game. Quinn Williams gets an A plus. CJ Mosley A. Quincy Williams, the you know the other brother of yeah. Quinn Williams, probably B plus. He's going to get paid good money. He's probably going to leave. Um, Jermaine Johnson, our first round pick, probably gets B minus C plus. It's tough, you know. Franklin, My- John Franklin Myers, like these guys are on snap count, so it's really tough to like see them like dominate games because they're intentionally being taken out, which is the whole other topic. But I would say everybody probably gets as a unit probably. B plus, A minus. Okay. And the last, the least, the special team. <laughs> Greg Zerline, our kicker. Greg the leg, or Legatron, as, as he was used to be known in St. Louis. He was good. B plus. Braden Mann, our punter, is garbage, so he probably gets a D. He cannot kick. I oh. kick harder than him. Oh, really? He, yeah. he, barely, he could barely hit 45 yards of net. got to replace him. Yeah. And you know, our special teams, Braxton Berrios, he had a he was so bad, he was so much better as a returner in past years. This one he looked lost at times as a punt returner. I'd say special teams probably gets like a C plus. C plus. Okay. C plus there. And that's the grade for the Jets last season. So it'll be interesting what's gonna happen in the in the offseason starting the free ages in March fifteen and draft in April. In April, is there in the draft? Is there any dark horse or sleeper players, players who are maybe a possible potential sleepers or dark horse you hoping the Jets grab or draft? That's a good question. I mean, I've seen some guys kind of get rumored to the Jets. Like I'm starting to get to the draft process now. Like the combine is everything is going the way it is. I've seen some people say like you know I guess AJ Perry the the Wake Forest wide receiver. He, he does a lot of good. It's just there's some mental lapses that he has. He might be a better pro than he was a college. I hate that. It's so cliche. But he might be a better pro player than he was a um, collegiate player. Mm-hmm. And I think because the Jets might get rid of Corey Davis and they might trade Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore, they could be in the market for like a day two, day three wide receiver. So if he makes it to like round three or round two, I'd be all over. I'd be all over somebody like that. Okay. Okay. Now, onto the New York Knicks. Now, I remember the last time we talked about the Knicks, which was early last year, I believe, when you were on the podcast, because you know, the Knicks were a struggle last season and then make the playoff, they didn't make the play in. And you heard me say this when in the offseason, last offseason, they, uh, they overpaid Jalen Brewson. And I was admit to say I was wrong about Brewson. He was, he's a baller for you guys. And you guys are in the hot. I mean, they just beat Miami not that long ago. With Randall, of all people, hit the win, game winning shot for crying out. I'm like, wow, Randall hit the game winning shot. Am, am I in the twilight zone or something? And, and Knicks are playing good basketball this season. What are your thoughts on the New York Knicks this season? Right now, as we speak, the Knicks in overtime two versus the Celtics have a three-point lead. This is crazy, man. Like that, this Knicks team, like I was even telling you on the boards, like for the very first time, I've been on your podcast for a few years, you know, you know, here or there. Right. This is the first time that I'm actually like pumped up to like see like highlights, to watch the games, to see everything. Like it's crazy. Like it's it's rocking. It is rocking. In Manhattan, man, like you're right. 
Jalen Brunson, he got $105 million. It's not enough. He should have got more money. That's oh. a high, that is a heist. Thank you, Mark Cuban. Thank you. He had two times he could have signed him on the cheap. He yeah. said, nope, nope. Let's do Porzingis. Thank, thank you, Porzingis, too, because he took a lot of that money. So this was the best thing Kristaps Porzingis did as a Nick was allow Dallas to let Brunson go. We got second round pick, a slap on the wrist for tampering. So what? So yeah. what? So what? That's the so and Julius Randall. Last time I was on your podcast, I wanted him out. I got yeah. tired of the Diva Act. I got tired of the nonsense. He'd been good. He's been good. Once he's not the key figure, he's not the key player. All of me, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. RJ Barrett's up and down. He, you know, he is what he is. He's never going to be a franchise guy, yeah. but he's a solid player. Emmanuel quickly. He's like Lou Williams. Like that's, he's like a really good six man. He just puts instant offense. Like, and Tom Thibodeau, we all wanted Tom Thibodeau out. He finds a way. Listen, the biggest thing he did was he said no to Derrick Rose, no to Evan Fournier. Yeah, He said eight, nine guys. You play defense. Quentin Grimes play defense. Mike McBride, you play defense or you don't play. Like that's the smartest thing he's done is keep the kids in or playing defense because this team is flourishing. Fifth seed, potentially fourth seed soon. Listen, man, let's go. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, um, let's let's talk a little bit about Julius Randle. I mentioned this yes, actually, I I, talk, I talked a little bit about Julius Randle on the podcast with Marcus yesterday. Uh, while he's playing good ball, I just don't trust him, especially come playoff time. Now you're right. You're I, right. I, I don't yeah, trust. What were your thoughts? Now you're right. I mean, he you saw it in Atlanta when they did the playoffs versus the Hawks. He got doubled, and he just completely was a mental midget in the playoffs. But yeah. the good thing is now you got Brunson. you got guys around him now. Like, there's – you can't just double him anymore because now you got guys that can hit you in other ways. So you have Grimes that could snipe you from three, quickly could put up offense off the bench. You have Brunson, who's fantastic in dribble penetration. Oh, he is, yeah. You got Josh Hart. You know, he's more of a hustle guy, but he's, you know, he, he can play. Like, you know, he's been outstanding since he's come on board. RJ Barrett, when he's on, he's, he can put up 20 points a night. So the, the Knicks are much more well rounded than they were a couple of years ago when they made that, you know, the first round playoffs and got knocked out by Atlanta. So you're right, though. You got to see it to believe it with Randall, but. He's what's good with him. He used to do so much ISO. Like he used to do so much of these circus shots and he used to overpower guys, which is great until you play Clint Capella, until you play like defensive. Knock that off. Then all of a sudden you you lose kind of, you, you become like a one trick pony where you just force up bad shots to his credit. He is being much more stronger going to the rim. And he's also passing more too. It's not just him putting up like forty-four points or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he's been he's been sensational this year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, and Bruce Brunson, Brunson, man, he's such a baller. Uh, I, you know, he he's having a hell of a year. He's your pretty much your team MVP this season. Your your best player on that team. If it wasn't for Brunson, I think you guys wouldn't be. Where you are at right now, which by the way, breaking news, Knicks won 
They beat the South on the road. <laughs> Let's go. Boston, Boston's reeling. Let's go. That, that's what is that, nine in a row or something like that, right? I think so, yeah. That's, that's a huge win against Boston, of all team, number one. I believe they're they, in the Easter Conference. Um, they, let's talk about this game alone. What are your thoughts of this game? Listen, they had Tatum got thrown out the last game. So Tatum played. Jalen Brown returned. There's no excuses. This is a good win. <laughs> that's a good win. Listen, listen, that's a good win. Um, you know, this the team as a whole, like they just feel like they can beat anybody. Like you just watch. And then Mitchell Robinson, we didn't talk about Mitchell Robinson. Mitchell Robinson comes back from injury and he holds it down in the center. Like, this team is great, man. I I'm I was why I was kind of looking at the scoreboard while talking to you. I'm just like holding it. It's like going, the score's going up and down, up and down. I'm like, first overtime, second overtime. No, I mean this is this is sweet, man. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm not used to it. This is I haven't felt this good, Phil, since like Jeremy Lin days, like the Lin Sanity days. Yeah. Like there's just something with this team. Like I don't I don't think they're gonna make the NBA finals. Right. But but this is great. Going back to Brunson though, it's just this is the difference between point guard play. Like this is what right. we've been lacking. We two years ago, we had Alfred fucking Payton starting in a playoff game. You know, like we had him starting for that year for the Knicks. Two years later, you get Jalen Brunson. Like he's should have been an All Star oh, over Jerome Holiday. Absolutely should have been an All Star, but that's okay. That's okay. But like, yeah, he's he's great. Like everybody laughed at the Knicks for doing 105 million for somebody that showed up for like 30 games last year for Dallas. Mm-hmm. Got egg on your face, man. You got egg on your face. Because he's been a stud. Yeah, he's been a stud, a baller. You know, I, my Cuban. I mean, you, I mean, we need to keep Luca happy. We're mm-hmm. crying now. I mean, you got Kyrie they're on the losing streak with Kyrie Irving since Kyrie Irving and Luca played together. <laughs> Love it. And we got the draft pick. We got the draft pick this year because of the Porzingis trade. So keep keep oh. the losing coming. Keep them coming. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So something. To keep an eye on for this year draft or anything like that. Now, the Knicks did make a move, a minor move in the trade, which they acquired Josh Hart. Now, I already know what your thoughts because you you mentioned on, on the post on the bench report. But for people who listen to this, what are your thoughts on when the Knicks trade for when they acquire Josh Hart, which I thought was a good move? What are your thoughts? Very good move. And they gave up Cam Reddish, who was for some reason in the Thibodeau, you know, the doghouse. And you gave up a protected first round pick. The team hasn't lost since he's come on board. Like, that says it all. Like, you don't just luck into like nine, eight wins in a row by just getting somebody. It's the little things. He's never going to be like a 30 point guy, but he rebounds his ass off. That dude's flying to the rim, hustles. He's flying into the stands. He can make shots when he's open. He can dribble and get to the line. Like, he's a solid player. I really hope they re-sign him. If he got like four years, like $15 million a year, I'd give it to him. Why yeah. not? Yeah. I'd give it to him. Get rid of Fournier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, Josh Hart. I always thought, you know, when, when I saw the news that Knicks acquired Josh Hart, Josh Hart, I thought he fits perfectly because he's a, he's a typical type of player. He plays hard. He plays good defense, too. Solid defense. He's a solid defender. You know, I know he's been playing a small market team like Portland and I forgot the other teams he used to play for that people don't Pelicans. like. But he's like 
he's like a three and D type of player. He plays hard. He plays solid. I always thought he's a solid rotation type of player who will help you guys. You know, it may not show up the stats. You know, hustle play, playing solid D. That, that that's a good move for the Knicks. Um, for the Knicks. Um, uh, and Cam Reddish, I think the reason why because he's not a Thib type of player because he doesn't play good defense. And you, you know, Thibs. He wants you to play good defense. Of course, he wants you to play hard. If you play hard and play good defense, you're on the rotation. And look at what's going on on the Knicks right now. I mean, even Furry, he's not known as a good defender. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> and if I, if Knicks trade even Furry to the Bulls in the offseason, I'm going to be mad. Very, if, if you know, we heard rumors about sacking to the Knicks, and there's rumors mm-hmm. possible we visit. In the off season, that's a potentially rumors. Rumors right now, I'm gonna be mad if we get even furry. I would, I would keep Zach Levine. But keep Levine, not- keep, keep Levine in Chicago, please, please keep him. Keep it, okay, okay. Your wish and make man. I mean, Levine is not really the problem for the Bulls, but it's the way to construct the roster. It's the management fault, but this is the story. Yeah, I feel like Bulls are in the. How do I put this? Knicks territory. Remember, remember, I used to tease you with Isaac Thomas as the GM, the Knicks overpay, all that stuff. Blah, 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 blah. And they're not going nowhere. It's something like that with the Bulls. It looks like that way to me. Uh, well, the only difference is, well, actually, there's no difference really. <laughs> you, but you're right, though. It's like with the Bulls. Like, I don't follow the Bulls like you do, but it's like them and the Wizards, like status quo, they don't suck enough to get a top pick, right. but they're not good enough to make noise in the playoffs. And it's like, what are you doing? You got DeRozan, Vucevic, you got Levine. Like, how far can you go with those guys? Not far. Like, <laughs> you're finding out the answer this year. There were so many expectations. and Like, I don't know how good Donovan is as a coach. He sucked. He wasn't good in Thunder. No. Oklahoma got, got tired of his act a couple years after that. But, I mean – that's the worst position in the NBA is just to be yeah. in the middle of the road, like 10th seed. You're going to make the play-in game. And so what? Oh, you made the playoffs. I guess you did. But, like, what does that mean? Like, nothing. Yeah. Playing, I, I don't like that idea. Of the, I still don't like that. I mean, sure, the, the teams are this pretty entertaining fun when the players try to – when the team try to get in the playoffs, the last two seed in the, both of the conference, sure, it's entertaining, more entertaining, but – I still don't like the idea of the playing tournament. And for information, if Bulls don't make the playing in the tournament, keep in mind Orlando owns like the owns the well the Bulls trade you know, their first round pick top four protected. So if it, if if already if Bulls get number five pick that belongs to the Orlando Magic because they're gonna you know, the food trade and yeah unless yeah. unless they get top four unless they get top four. <sighs> <laughs> that sucks, man. Yeah, I hate that. You know, you know how I felt with Eddie Curry trade. Yeah, all these trades where it's just we gave we gave you guys Noah. Like, you know, you took Tyrus Thomas. That's a whole other thing. But we gave you guys Joe Kim Noah because of that Eddie Curry trade. That's the worst feeling is when you give top picks like that and you just hope for the best that the team picking misses. You know. I finally get it. Yeah, I, I think I know why the Bulls suck now because I used to teach you so much with the Knicks. Karma's <laughs> <laughs> a bitch, man. <laughs> you know, karma, yeah, that's my karma right there. Yeah, I just finally realized it. Yeah. 
just realized this now. I, Same I, with so Utah, with Art. Remember Artie? Remember Artie? He used to make fun of the Knicks all the time. Now look at Utah. Rebuilding. Yeah. That's true. Danny Ainge. Nobody wants to trade Danny Ainge. Like, let's go. Danny Ainge, he's something else. I mean, train, getting draft picks. Out. I mean, look at what he did with Boston. You know, multiple draft picks, and they keep it Keep the picks, even though he did draft Chase Taylor, which is credit to him at the time. And I believe he's the one draft Cheating Brown, too. But Danny Ainge, he's hard. I, I read reports that he's he's kind of hard to deal with. But I mean, look at what he got with uh, Minnesota being traded with Gobert, multiple draft picks. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's good for a rebuilding. That's pretty good. Multiple draft. I mean, both don't have a fucking. <laughs> 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 I, I just think it counts for protecting. Hey, Washington win the number one pick. Oh, now be staying. Get that that center. What's his name? Wimba winner. Oh, that'd be something else. But I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, whatever his name. French guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm not getting my hopes up though. But yeah, Artie. I don't know what happened to Artie. <laughs> Travis Travis Bird. <laughs> Oh, our beloved Chas Bird. <laughs> For anyone who doesn't don't know who Chas Bird is, uh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Yeah, I'll tell you this: he's a Utah Jazz fan. But I, I, I honestly think I still think it's someone who's trying to make fun of Artie or something. I, I don't know. I, I, at first, I thought it was you. No, no, <laughs> no. no. I'm not that creative. <laughs> And I thought it was Bond, which is maybe. Agent Bond. Maybe, maybe, but I doubt it. Prospect, no. Think, maybe. Yeah, I think, oh no. No. I mean, he come up with that idea with that Ortega taco name. Oh, oh. Ole. <laughs> but anyway. Restore the roar. The Lions, restore the roar. Hey, Lions are. Man, they were close to make the wild card. They were again. They were be if they if if uh, who was it? If Seattle lost and Lions win, they will be playing against the Niners in the wild card. Man, they they're they kind of respectable a little bit last season. And yeah, you got, guys got the bullet. You guys because that yeah that Lions team was catching fire at the right time. It's just too many losses in the beginning cost them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but. Yeah, I, I think I had to apologize to you that about teasing the Knicks back back then because now my bulls are in the that territory where the Knicks should be at. So yeah, that's not fun. And Billy Dominant, well, he's better than Tim Bolden, I can tell you that much, but that's not saying much. And we extend the guy after one playoff appearance. What the fuck are you doing? Uh AK and whatever your freaking name name is now. Mark something, our new GM. Uh but anyways. What is your expectation? Let me ask you this. What was your expectation before the season for the Knicks? Oh, man. So I thought they would probably make like 10th seed, 9th seed. They make the playing game. They okay. didn't make the playoffs last year, so I thought they would have make it and then probably get knocked out there. Like a middling team, kind of like what the Bulls are, kind of like one of those like borderline playoff teams. I did not expect the fourth seed. Like I did not expect this. Like, this is ahead of Miami and all that? No, I didn't see that. Brooklyn? No, I didn't see it. Yeah. And no no one expected Brooklyn to trade both Kari Irvin and Kevin Durant the same thing before at the before and at the trade deadline, which is, you know, and there were, at the time, there were the number five seed, I think, 
before they trade him in the in the Easter Conference, you know, uh, and then things went down the toilet for the Nets, which I love to see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, and now and Miami, Miami is struggling, which is kind of surprising, but that's what happened. They didn't make any sign in free agency to approve the team. It's kind of like the Bulls, even though the Bulls signed Drummond, but that's they, they need to do more. I mean, for crying out, we don't have shooters. Uh, you, you know, this league, you need shooters. And you guys have some, you know, you know, some better, like you mentioned earlier, supporting cast. What is your expectation for the rest of this season and come playoff time for the Knicks? I don't think they're going to beat Milwaukee or, you know, even Boston. Look at today. Like, why can't we beat Boston? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not out of the realm. I'm not going to go crazy and say Eastern Conference Finals. I just think, you know, the Sixers, even with Doc Rivers, like, even when the Sixers are still a tough matchup with Embiid if he's healthy. Right. And Bucks. But why can't we beat Cleveland? What, what, what Donovan Mitchell? Like, he got destroyed by Brunson last year in the playoffs. Like, why? What do we getting crazy? Who, who they got? Levert? Levert. Yeah. Garland? Like they're okay. The Cavs are okay. I'm not afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they don't got me shaking. Why can't we make second round? We haven't made. We haven't won a playoff game since the Carmelo Anthony de- days. Like, shoot for the stars. Why not? Okay, okay. It's funny you mentioned about Cleveland. You remind me when Chokino used to say about Cleveland. Back in the <laughs> Cleveland, you don't see people say go to Cleveland for a vacation or something along that line. If you look at YouTube. You will get that exact quote. <laughs> I mean, you're, I mean, who he's right. I mean, who will who go to go to Cleveland? Say it again. Who wants to go to Cleveland? Yeah, who wants to go? That was iconic. Yeah, that is. It is. And you know, who do you prefer to match up in the playoffs in the first round? I would say. I wish we got the Nets or Boston. I mean, I would. I'm not afraid of either one. Cleveland can go either way because Cleveland, they, they, they're young, and I think they could go on tears. But I'm not afraid of them. The only team that I think would just beat us is Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's got too many weapons. I think they're going to win the East again. But outside of that, bring on whoever. Like Miami, no. Boston, no. Philadelphia, so you know that could go either way. I, you know, I would probably side Philly, but we match up well with anybody as long as everybody's healthy. If Mitchell Robinson stays healthy, Brunson's foot isn't an issue, like mm-hmm. the way he missed tonight's game. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So I look at the standing. If the playoffs start today, you guys do play against Cleveland in the first round, as of you know, as of right now, um, which you. You'll be the fifth seed right now. Um, Cleveland's got the fourth seed, so there's something to keep an eye on. Cleveland, I mean, if I was Knicks fan, I'll match up with Cleveland in the first round. Yes, you which you potentially will face Milwaukee in the second round as a stand right now since Boston lost. So Milwaukee got the first seed in the Easter Conference. I don't think Brooklyn's going to move up. Um, yeah, they're going down. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're winning. They're winning, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, Miami, something to keep an eye on. They may get in the street. I mean, no one's both. He's who's a good coach. Jimmy Butler, you think Jimmy Butler's going to allow this team? I don't know. 
they may get in a winning streak and they may get in a winning streak, but they will be in the play in if it starts today. So something something to keep an eye on. So of course health is the key word. Miami's weird. Miami's so weird. Like they remind me of the Spurs. You know, like Parker, Duncan. They have the longtime coach. They have, you know, they have a buy you know, Adebayo, they have Hero, they have Butler, as you said. Like they just feel like so like stagnant like they just feel like first round exit like the spurs outside of like a couple years would always make it to the playoffs but Mm -hmm. they run into like the lakers they run into the warriors one you like they'll run into somebody that just beats them that just outclasses them like they're just there to make it Mm -hmm. i don't hear them like really like i think the luster like that whole miami heat like oh respect the heat every year they're consistent i just think it's gone I don't. I don't think they have much. They're not getting any younger. I mean, Truman Butler is in his thirties, and Larry, he's a wash now. Kari Larry um, is a wash. You know, the only young players they got is Tyler Hero and Bam. And that's it. Um, and- Haslam. Oh, he's retired after the season. They, they. I saw the report oh yesterday. I you messaged uh, he, uh, someone who was on my podcast. He's a Miami Heat fan. That this dinosaur is finally gonna announce his retirement <laughs> after the season. <laughs> He's gonna retire. <laughs> this dinosaur. I mean, I mean, that. I mean, he said he was a solid role player. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, uh, you know he's tough or whatever. But man, this guy played forever. He's what 69, 70? <laughs> He he was with Wade when when Miami won their very first one, like in two thousand five. Yeah. Like he was like a key player there. Yeah, That's pretty crazy. much. That's exactly. crazy. He played like a few decades now. Like, man, this guy, I mean, come back for one year and then one year, one year, the last few years, and one year, one year. And he's not really in the location anymore. He's basically, a, I can't even say mentor, I guess. I guess. Like, I think, I think you will have to heat, work with the Heat staff at some point. Some point, maybe like the coaching staff, maybe, or the front office. That's my guess. I mean, come on, this guy been with this team for since way rookie season, basically. Or like, just, you, you remember Juwan Howard before he became Michigan coach? He was basically like another coach. He was just yeah. dressed up like pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So, but yeah. Now, you know me. I don't follow baseball that much or at all. Actually, I take it back. I, at all, uh, at all, no, at all, at all. It's still, it's still to this day. I don't follow baseball, but we're gonna talk about the New York Yankees. What is your expectation for this coming season for the New York Yankees? So I, I was lukewarm with the Jets. I was very optimistic with the, the Knicks, pessimistic with the Yankees. So we're going to knock it down a little bit. The euphoria with the Knicks is gone. We, we love them. The Yankees, <laughs> you know, they they meet they went they went all the way to the you know the American League championship before getting again beaten by Houston. I just don't see it this year. Like maybe Yankee listeners, you know, maybe Zappy or maybe somebody can talk me off a ledge and just say, dude, we won so many games last year. Calm down. We won so many games because Aaron Judge went on a ridiculous tear. Like you're gonna expect that again. He's going to stay healthy again. There was so much, so much last year was put on his coattails. And I just look at this year, and I'm just like, who else besides him scares you? 
Stanton? I don't know. Glaber Torres? No. We have a hole in left field. Like Aaron Hicks is going to start. Crazy with starting him. And like the rotation, like we signed Carlos Rodon. You know, he we signed him to like, I think like $165 million or something. You know, like that's big money. That's a big commitment. That's the number two pitcher, number one pitcher for some teams. Yeah. We've already lost Frankie Montas, who, who stunk coming from Oakland. So he's out for however long. So it, we don't have like great depth as for starting pitching yet again. Which Brian Cashman does, our GM does every single year, and he's been doing this for like twenty plus years, you know. But I'm not that high on the Yankees. Maybe, maybe I need to see it. Mm. I'm just not thinking big picture with them. I just think the division's tough too. Baltimore's mm. young and getting better. Boston had a really bad year. I think they should rebound. Tampa Bay, you give them five cents, they'll come away by the end of the day with a thousand dollars. Like they make the most out of so little. And Toronto has a bunch of superstars, you know, Vlad, you know, Vlad Jr., Bichette. No, Bichette, like they got a couple of like really good players. So it's not going to be an easy year for the Yankees, in my opinion. Easy year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I was about to say, did the Yankees make the American League Championship? Yes. I kind of pay attention a little bit. Just a little bit. Just tiny. Uh, you know, and I thought maybe it would go back again, but, you know, but. So from the silence in the offseason, they haven't done much in the offseason besides uh, pick up uh, what's his name again? Carlos uh, Rodon. Rodon. Um, yep. Yeah. You know, and well, and they still judge. They still judge for the big money. So, I mean, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, they signed Judge that big money, like $360 million. I think that was all the money. You know, like that was big investment. They paid him based off that year. So, is he is he worth it? I think nobody's worth that money. If I'm being honest with you, Phil, <laughs> I don't think anybody's nobody's worth that money. But in today's game, with what he did, they had to sign him. They had to. Right, right. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't sign him. Yes. I don't believe in that. I believe in building a team, mm-hmm. not throwing big money at somebody. But that's a it's a whole other topic. Uh, okay, okay, man. Well, if you were the Yankees general manager, uh, I'm sure the Yankees fans would would boo your ass. <laughs> <laughs> they probably would. But hey, listen, we haven't won anything outside of 2009 in like 20 years. So I mean, what? How how much worse can I do than Brian Cashman? Yeah. Well, there's that. But yeah, uh, now now with the Yankees, what's your prediction of their record and potential playoffs or not? I think 90 wins, and I think they make a wild card. Right. After that, I they can go down game one in the wild card and season's over, or they can make it all the way to, like, you know, division round. Division I'm, round. Not, yeah, I'm not feeling it. <laughs> I got to see it. So you're, you're pessimistic. So, Chets, eh. But Knicks, yeah. Yankees, down the notch, pretty much. Knows uh, the trend, everyone? <laughs> Everything like that. Now, you know what? Let's make this an extra bonus. Let's talk about the New York Rangers. What are your thoughts on the New York Rangers this season? So, I know people like HR are like, wait a minute, this guy likes hockey? (laughs) I do. (laughs) I do. I just don't post it. I don't post it. So, the Rangers, they're pretty good. I mean, they're pretty good. 
I just think, you know, now they've, they've hit a rut lately. Like, they've lost games. You know, they you have a couple suspensions. They were down a couple defensemen. They got Patrick Kane from Chicago, and they got, you know, um, Tarasenko, Vladimir Tarasenko for the Blues. So, I mean, they're making big deals. The Rangers are throwing all the draft picks away. They're going for the big money players. So, I mean, we'll see. I just think, you know, they made they actually made the Eastern Conference Finals last year before they went down to Tampa Bay and lost. So, I mean, there's right. talent. Like, they can play. You know, it's just they got to be healthy. And, you know, I think it's, it's the, the rule of thumb with playoff hockey is if your goaltender's on fire, you're going far. If they bomb, see you. See you next year. Yeah, sure, yeah. I, where was I? Because I know Patrick Kane, who's with the at the time with the Blackhawks. I know they were because Sappy was on this progress talk about you know Sapp, uh, King potential on the on the market on the train block basically and possible you know reports of Rangers interest in. Where was I when the, when the Rangers just acquired? Did they just acquire him just recently, or or it's been a while now? Yeah, they just got him a couple days ago. Oh, just yeah, a couple they, days ago. Oh, okay. He just that? played. Yeah, he just debuted a couple days ago for the for the Rangers. Oh, so it's just more recent. So I like, man, man, where I, where, I missed the news. Where was I? <laughs> it's, it, it's weird with him because you know the Chicago's not having a great year. So I right. kind of feel like they did him a solid because he was their long time. They won Stanley Cups with him, so they did him a solid by sending him. And he pretty much wanted New York or nowhere. Like he pretty much was kind of like, yeah, I want to go to the Rangers. Even with Tarasenko, we got Tarasenko from St. Louis. You can, Kane was like visibly like upset. He's like, I wanted to go there. Like, that was my team. Turns out they're both teammates now. But yeah, that was a recent move. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Recently. Right. The trade deadline just got passed, or or is still the trade deadline coming up? Probably yeah, it went no, it passed. Yeah, just passed. It, okay. Friday. This past Friday. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now. What's your expectation for the rest of this season? And what's your prediction for the Rangers playoffs? They'll make the playoffs. I have no doubt. It's just everything's got to click. I think, you know, everything's got to kind of go right for them. I don't see Stanley Cup. You, you know, I think kind of now with all the trades, you're going all in. I think you really do need to make the Stanley Cup, you know, finals. Because you went to the Eastern Conference finals last year. I just don't know if they, you know, I don't, I don't know if they can glue in time to really make it matter. But again, I, there's tons more people that talk hockey that are going to know much more about me in this topic. But I think this, the expectation Stanley cups, I just don't know if they're going to reach it. I hope they do. I'd love it, but I don't know if they will. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now bonus question before we close and Let's see, one, two, let's see. We got the Knicks, we got the Yankees, we got the Jets. Yeah. Three or four bonus question to close it. Are you ready for this? It's rapid fire, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Bonus question number one. New York Jets acquire Aaron Rodgers. And see your over-expectation. What's the first thing you would do? If if they get if they get QAnon Rogers, um, first off, I'd like to see UT. I kind of want to see UT's response. <laughs> I, I know I know he's gonna be like, 
this motherfucker's bitching about Aaron Rodgers. He's like, this motherfucker, <laughs> I'm going to watch Jordan Love for the next year. And this guy's crying about getting Aaron Rodgers. I, I kind of talk myself that it's going to potentially happen. So it's, there's no more. Like when we got Brett Favre and kicked Chad Pennington to the wayside to Miami, I went on a tear. I went on a rant. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen for me this year. But if if they get Aaron Rodgers, just I hope Zach Wilson or whoever's ready to come in because you're crazy to think he's gonna last the full year, mm-hmm. especially with the offensive line that we need to build in front of him. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that move. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Bonus question number two. New York Knicks did the impossible. Not only get past the first round, but also reach the Easter Conference Finals. At least, Easter Conference Finals. They beat Milwaukee. Milwaukee, and then plus Grayson Allen cry, I have to say it. <laughs> Fuck you, Grayson Allen. <laughs> Fuck you, Grayson Allen, okay, you little bitch. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> they meet the Easter Conference Finals, and they got swept in the Easter Conference Finals. What's your thoughts? I would love it. I would. I would love. I mean, I you know, I wouldn't love being swept, but I mean, for them to go from non-playoffs to the Eastern Conference Finals, that's a win. And this team's young. It's not like guys are going to be leaving in free agency. They're only going to get better. So, good, good, good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Good vibes. Okay. Okay. Bonus question number three: New York Yankees become the worst team in the Major League Baseball this season. The worst. The worst, 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 worst. How's you, how will you react if they have the worst record this season? I can't see it. But you know what, though? If they do get the worst record, goodbye, Aaron Boone. Goodbye, Brian Cashman. Sayonara. Lock the door. Get the fuck out of New York because we need a change. So... If that's what it's going to take, if that's what the sign burners have to see, if they have to be humiliated with that and finishing last place and finishing bottom, so be it. But I hope I hope they are competitive. I hope they're really not competitive. They're going to be competitive. But I hope they are as good as they were last year. Okay. That's a big statement right there. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, well, listen, listen. Brian Cashman, he's been there since like 2000, like 1999, like – that's crazy. Like he's what the longest tenured like general manager I think in all of sports. Wow. Like unless you count Belichick. Belichick, like I don't know if you count that, but like you get a change. Like you get tired. Like the vision gets lost after so many attempts. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Now, last bonus question number four: New York Rangers win the Stanley Cup. What's the first thing you would do? And what's the first thing you do if the Rangers win the Stanley Cup this year? I'll post on PW. I'll post in the hockey form. I'll, I'll I'll post there. I haven't done that in ages. I'll post. I'll be like, kid, I'll just make a giant post out of nowhere. And people are like, where's this guy been for like two years? <laughs> like, no. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's shot fired. Hashtag shot fired. <laughs> Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy because because I've seen the I've seen the Rangers lose to the Kings in the Stanley Cup years ago, and then they got beat by the Lightning last year. They've come close a couple times, so I mean they're due. I'd love to see it. Right. 
Right. Yeah, that would suck. I, I remember I mentioned this last year because I, I was not familiar with hockey and stuff. And then Sappy, you know, Sappy, who was on my podcast the first time last year, you know, we talk about it. He educated me about hockey. I, I learned some stuff from him because, you know, he, you know, pretty knowledgeable about hockey and stuff. And, and, you know, he told me, you know, you're, I think, I think I seen you. How do I know you're a Ranger fan? Was it from him or was it from you? I can't remember. Um, but, anyways, you know, he, so I, I, I mentioned on the one point on the forum that whoever wins the Stanley Cup will be my new team for this year. Uh, last year, which it was last year, and which Colorado won the the Stanley Cup. So I like, no, okay, Colorado's my team. <laughs> For they, I, I met that team. That's my favorite team. I told the new Stanley Cup, I'm gonna become a bandwagoner. I don't care. <laughs> I have to a former Ranger goalie. They have um, Gorgiev. Yeah, you guys got it. Rangers goalie last uh, trade deadline. I think the guy that you had Camphor left for Washington. Mm. So yeah, this is Ranger ties, man. And well, if someone wins the Stanley Cup, if the Rangers win, I'll become a Rangers fan then. <laughs> <laughs> listen, you're you're a Bulls fan, so I mean, you know, listen, you deserve whatever good man. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's a sh- wait. Hold on, is that a ch- that's a isn't that a shot at me? <laughs> that, is, that is a shot, man. That's what? more shot than Lon- That's more shot than Lonzo Ball's knee. Oh. Damn, damn. I mean, <laughs> that's cool. you can that's say cool. the same thing about Brandon Roy because they, that's similar if you think about it. <laughs> that's a mess. That's Lonzo Ball. The Knicks almost signed Lonzo Ball. If we did that, no Jalen Brunson. No, we dodged a bullet. We dodged a bullet. Do you, you know, you guys that were have the last few years, you can't find a point guard, and you finally got one. Now the Bulls has an issue with the point guard position. Which is, I guess you could say, the number one issue. The point guard, Alonzo Ball, you know, he's being hurt. So they have an issue with the point guard position. And you know, I'm not talking about Io. Io, he's solid, but he's a combo guard. Kobe White, same thing, combo guard. Patrick Beverly, well, you know, it's Patrick Beverly. Uh, <laughs> but you, Alonzo <laughs> Ball, when he's healthy, you, we're, we're a fun team last season. But got hurt, we have that issue. And I, I think Alonzo Ball has some similar. I'm no doctor. I'm not trying to play doctor. I think he has an issue with, like, Brandon Roy. And that's not good. And we're having an issue with point guard as well. But whatever. I don't want to talk any more about the Bulls. <laughs> and remember, remember, you take a shot at the Bulls, you know, karma. Because I look at I learned the hard way now. Karma. <laughs> it's great. It's great talking to you. We talk about the Nick. Oh, what? No, I'm just saying basketball has been bad for you this year. You got the Bulls, and then you have New Mexico State. Like that's a mess, right? Yeah. The Aggies. Oh, MSU. Oh man. I mean, MSU football. They won the bowl game, so at least there's that. <laughs> they they won their the the bowl game. New culture, I think they won the ball game. MSU football. I never thought I would see that. Actually, this is my second time I saw them. Not, I didn't go to the game, but I, I witnessed. You know, I watched. I saw. In my lifetime, this is the second time I've seen MSU win a bowl game in football, college football. I never thought I would see that in my lifetime. And you know, we talked briefly about it in the past on the MSN message of me, you, Tony, who, aka Tony, uh, Clipper Lover, uh, and Bond. Say, say it again. 
Yeah, Clipper. I speak with Tony still, man. I, I speak with him about the draft, the NFL draft and everything. He's the only one that I've kept with you and, you know, Mike C too, but he's the only one. Oh, really? Okay, okay. I, I, you know, I need to bring him on my podcast. Some of the, you, you need to tell, tell, tell him, <laughs> you know, eat, get, get on the, register on the forum, PM me, and we, I can set up, he can be on my podcast. We can talk about the Clippers, the Man, I forgot who's his football team. Who the hell is his football team? Pittsburgh Steelers. He so yeah. he was a Miami Dolphin fan, but I think now he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. He's from Ohio, so he's like nearby. Oh, yeah. I thought you should be a Browns fan. Then if he's from, oh yeah, that's right. I remember he's from Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown, Youngstown, yeah, Youngstown. Youngstown. So yeah, yeah. But tell, tell him, you know, register the form, PW board. And you know, post whatever and PM me, and well, I scheduled a podcast with him. So, but you know, he's <laughs> but, but anyways, yeah, Bulls bad. MSU men basketball was a oh wow, they're they're they fired their coach. Hey, MSU <laughs> men basketball, the sports director. If you're looking for that coach, you can hire me and let's see how, what I can do. <laughs> but I can tell you this, I'll be more disciplined than that coach you guys have. So, there's that. <laughs> Bring back Reggie Theus. Why not? Why not? Reggie, what, what I used to call him? Reggie, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not going to say it because I might offend people who listen to this podcast. So, I, you know, that I'm, I'm tired of that. So, yeah. And Reggie did. He was a good coach for us. So, you know, and, you know, but yeah. And MSU baseball, they fired their head coaches recently. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so yeah, Jerry kill Jerry kills the last man standing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they still had that volleyball coaching staff. I think. <laughs> oh, there's, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like, what the hell is going on? I mean, me, and my friend. I, I was, I was telling my friend because my friends still work at the university in the power plant. I told him, you know, in his shoe, I, I, I'm glad I'm not going to school over there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like forfeit, forfeit, forfeit. I said, "What the hell are they forfeiting games?" Then I looked a little closer. I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh shoot." Yeah. <laughs> and keep in mind, MSU men basketball they went they went to the NCAA tournament last year. They got past the first round, and they <sighs> and they struggled too before you know they canceled the rest of their season. So. Yeah, that's uh, I, I'm not fifteen anymore regarding MSU. I mean, they're not worth fifteen. I, I'll think about the Bulls, but I'm not fifteen about MSU. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's that. But yeah, but anyways, it's great talking to you. Talk about the Knicks, the Chets, the the Yankees, and even talk about the New York Rangers, which breaking news. So I know HR will listen. He, blindly, yes, he's a hockey fan. Yeah, he's a New York Rangers fan. So there's that. So there, you heard this on this episode. You know this episode, so yeah, I'll 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 do the advertising and stuff, whatever. But anyways, and you're welcome to come back if you're up to it, man. Absolutely, man. Maybe like if not, we always do that. You're right, like that. Yeah, definitely. Maybe I'll 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 try to bring. Maybe I'll bring my friend who's a college friend uh, in it. Maybe I'm not sure. Well, we'll see why I become that time. Or anything, so it'll be. I'm interested how this NFL Sunday tickets go work. That's where I got. Yeah, I think they have yeah. NFLs yeah. on YouTube, I think, or something like that. Like that's gonna be. I don't know. YouTube TV. 
YouTube TV. YouTube yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah, it's YouTube TV that bought the rights for that NFL Sunday ticket. So DirecTV is no longer has NFL Sunday ticket. Um, and I have DirecTV in. Oh, but, which by the way, I haven't heard, I haven't said this for a while. Why'd you go to you still a fucking douchebag? <laughs> there we go. I was waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> douchebag. So is there anything you want to plug in? You know, your Twitter, Instagram, and you want to take a shot at the Bulls? Go ahead, I guess. <laughs> I got I got I got like twenty followers on Twitter. So if you want to follow me, I think I think my name is at blindy two zero eight nine or whatever. I don't know, whatever. Like you know, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> I have twenty followers. So if somebody wants to follow me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> go for it. But no, nah, you know, PW. I would just say, you know, you can find me on pw.com. And you know, I, I bullshit around the sports empire, video games, wrestling. I'm everywhere, man. I post too much. Like I have like fifteen thousand posts somehow. That's yeah. no life, but you know, that's it. <laughs> um, you you give the I'm pretty sure you give the wrong address of the PW board by the way. It's not PW.com. Come on now. <laughs> you give the wrong address. This website's been through like the ringer like four or five times. I think we have forums, that pro boards, whatever. I don't freaking know, man. If you, you know, if you, you know, know, it, you know it. That's just one of my favorites. I just go to the favorites. I'm logged in. I said, okay, that's easy. I don't even got to worry about the <laughs> URL. I'm, like, I'm in it. That's it. <laughs> and then we ask you this. Do you pay for that, that for vacation on Twitter? Like, like some people do? <laughs> I have to ask you this. You know, how you think about Roger Goodell, I say Elon Musk, kiss my ass. I'm like, kiss my ass, dude. Yeah. That's five. You pay $8, $8 for Twitter, like blue, like, come on. And then the, the verification, like the, the two-step verification is going to be locked into Twitter blue. I'm like, get real. Get real. Yeah. I, I saw someone post on Instagram. I don't know. I don't think he's really Elon Musk, but he put, he has a, he was username Elon Musk. And I, and I was, I don't remember what he was posting. I forgot what was it, so I I replied to him on on being I direct message privately and tell him not, you know much is not much better than um what's the name of the CEO from Twitter that he bought um yeah I forgot the name of the CEO I forgot his name so I know you're talking about yeah he's not much better than him both both are not that much he's not that much better you know much is not much better than that old CEO the owner of the Twitter that he bought from him no. They both are down the two. And by the way, bring me back on Twitter. God damn it. <laughs> you bring Donald they Trump have, back. They still have you gone? No, I'm still gone. I'm still suspended. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. And yet they bring Donald Trump, Kathy Griffin, and those other people <laughs> back. Um, <laughs> fuck weather. Fuck weather. Fuck you, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I I I mean, start advertising my podcast on TikTok more often than, I mean, I did on Instagram, but uh, but whatever. But anyways, it's great talk to you. So you know, follow, follow me on Instagram pwh zero two. That's my podcast. It has a Facebook page. Give a like. Give a follow. I post new episodes like this one, and and I was new guests regarding Let's Talk Podcast related. Check out on the Let's Talk Podcast Facebook page. Give a follow. Give a like. Let's Talk Podcast is available from. 
eight different platforms which you listen to all the episodes, including this episode from eight different platforms such as Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Real Public, and I still can't remember the last one. I, I did the same thing last night too. Uh, what the fuck is going on with me? I can't remember the last one. I, I'm not writing it down either because I'm too lazy to write it down. <laughs> I, I'm like Eddie Curry. You know how Eddie Curry don't rebound the basketball? I'm I'm kind of like that nowadays. He don't rebound. He don't block. He don't shoot. He just runs into guys. That's yeah. that's Eddie Curry, man. Yeah, and doesn't Trump either. Just saying. <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, so yeah. But anyways, the next slot, the next let's talk podcast is next weekend. Next start next this Saturday, Josh will make his return. Which we're gonna have a rewatch of the old one of the old WWE pay per view, which is ECW One Night Stand 2006, which which is when RVD won the WWE Championship against John Cena. So we got we watch that during this recording. Get her our reaction to this pay per view, this historic pay per view, and give our thoughts on this historic pay per view. This Saturday night. Also, next Sunday night, Marcus make his return, which we'll continue about to talk about WrestleMania. You know, WrestleMania is coming up, so you know, coming up next month basically. So you know, we're gonna talk. Yesterday we have talked about WrestleMania one through eleven. We book our own card for WrestleMania one through eleven. If it was up to us for as bookers, we're gonna do the same thing from twelve WrestleMania twelve to twenty two next Sunday night on Let's Talk Podcast and. Before the end of the end, end in just in case I didn't get a chance, this Friday, it's going to be a, a natural, exactly four-year anniversary since I started this podcast, this Friday. And I want to thank everyone who listened to this, pos- this podcast for the last four years, maybe probably three of you, four of you listened to this, <laughs> maybe five, if I'm lucky with the whole entire hand. Uh, if this is, and I want to thank Fred get to all the guests, including you. Mike, according to you, Mike, even though you take shot at my bows today, but I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, great talking to you. <laughs> yeah, great talking to you guys. And I think for all the guests, make this podcast worthwhile. Talk, interact, talk about whatever sports, comics, whatever. I think everyone who listened to this four years, and we hope to go more and more, but bring your old guests back, new guests, whatever the case is. So, Thank you, everyone. So, anyways, have a good night. Have a good rest of this week. And talk to you for this Saturday on Let's Talk Podcast. Peace out, everyone. Peace out.